grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keep It Up With The Windsors. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. Oh, we have just a big, massive royal roundup for you today. We have got a few little bits to talk about. We're looking forward to this episode, Rach. Yeah, we are. And we're looking forward to our summer special, which is starting next week. So Royal Community, we've got some amazing specials coming your way. And we put a lot of work and effort into this. So we really hope that you enjoy them. (laughs) Yeah, Rach, why don't you tell the Royal Community what's coming up over the next four weeks? So we have two episodes of Marie Antoinette, and I know a lot of you are looking forward to listening to those episodes. Then we have a royal fashion episode, which is going to be us talking about royal fashion through the ages. And then royal community, can you believe it's been a year since Queen Elizabeth II passed away? And we're going to be chatting about what the effect has had on the royal family and us as royal fans. Absolutely. We're so excited to bring you these summer specials. Make sure you connect with us over on Instagram, Keep It Up With The Windsors Pod. And also there'll be a series of vlogs coming out over August as well. So make sure you're subscribed to us over on YouTube. Right, Rach, let's head on into this big royal roundup for this week. Do you want to start us off? Let's start with the Royal Hobnob. The Princess Royal, we saw her with members of her family at the Magic Millions Festival of British Eventing at Gatcombe Park in Gloucestershire. And this is the royal estate that Anne lives with her husband, Sir Timothy Lawrence. It's a weekend of equestrian events that is held yearly. And we saw Zara competing in the jumping events and also Zara and Peter's daughters make an appearance, getting involved in children's activities as well. It was raining (laughs) during these events and all we could see was princess Anne with a hood over trying to keep warm but yeah thunderstorms welcome to the british summer yeah. it's been a complete washout royal community let's just put it that way yeah. we also saw Anne at the final preparations for this year's royal edinburgh military tattoo she met with members of the military bands that were playing and the tattoo represents military bands across the world including the king's color squadron royal air force his majesty the king's guard band and drill team of norway the United States Air Force Band, Swiss Army Forces Central Band and Trinidad and Tobago Defence Force Steel Orchestra. Just in case, Royal Community, you were asking yourself, what is the Edinburgh Royal Military Tattoo? Well, I wrote a little bit of information from the British government website. So I'll leave a link in the show notes. So if you want to find out more information, just click that and I'll give you more. It says the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo is the oldest and most famous military show in the world. It was originally designed to be the armed forces in Scotland's contribution to the Edinburgh International Festival. It has since become a festival in its own right, with a live audience of 230,000 and a global television audience of over 1 billion in 40 countries, including China, the USA, Australia, Canada and New Zealand. This is a big deal. Wow. 
Yeah. That is a lot of people that watch this. We saw Princess Anne at the preparations. However, we saw the Duke of Edinburgh in his role as honorary air commodore of RAF Waddington taking the salute at the official Edinburgh Royal Military Tattoo. Love it. Absolutely love it. And he made the socials for all community. <laughs> he made the socials. <laughs> it's a big deal now, isn't it, making the socials right? <laughs> It's good real estate. Yeah, we always have to mention it, don't we? Yeah. So we also saw the Duke of Edinburgh in Edinburgh this week at the opening of the annual Edinburgh International Festival. And Edward is patron of the festival that runs every year. And he also met the director, Nicola Benedetti. And Rach, I don't know whether you know this, but she was performing at the St. Giles Cathedral Scottish Coronation. She's very known for royal events. So it was nice to see her with Edward kind of making that royal connection again. Let's move on to the King. He was spotted at the May Games in Scotland. Shell, I always love seeing this. <laughs> love it. He presented a trophy for the winners of the Tug of War. And the King also took a trip to Eight Doors Whiskey Distillery in John O'Groats, where he found out about how the process of whiskey making has been made more sustainable with biogas. I mean, I feel like anyone who's making their business sustainable, they just need to holler at the institution to get the King to come <laughs> and have a look. I love this. And also, Shell, I've got to admit something. I've never, ever tried whiskey in my life. Oh, you're not missing out. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Royal community up there, if you're a lover of whiskey, I'm so sorry, but it is just, <laughs> ugh, it's horrible. Yeah, you're not missing out at all, Rach. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. We have had birthday after birthday after birthday this week. Let's start with the Duchess of Sussex. She's turned 42 and we saw her out and about celebrating in California with the Duke of Sussex. And then we saw celebrations for Lady Frederick Windsor this week as she celebrated her 43rd birthday. Now, Rach, this is a famous British actress, isn't it? And she was married into the royal family. Yeah, I used to love watching her on Two and a Half Men with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yes. So she has credits on films such as The Chronicles of Narnia, in TV shows such as Red Dwarf and Agatha Christie's Poirot. And her husband, Lord Frederick of Kent, is the second cousin of the king and the son of Prince and Princess Michael of Kent. So that's the connection there with Lady Frederick Windsor, which I don't know whether we've mentioned her on the podcast before, Rach. We haven't. But do you remember at the Thanksgiving service for the Platinum Jubilee, her and Zara turned it out together, didn't oh, they? Big time. Big time. I think, wasn't Zara wearing pink and she was wearing yellow or the opposite way? Yeah, yeah. They both looked absolutely fantastic. And there is a shot of them together walking into the cathedral, which I yeah. absolutely loved both of their outfits. Well, we're going to finish off, Rach, with your girl crush, Beatrice, right? Yay, Beatrice! <laughs> so again, we had another birthday. Beatrice celebrated her 35th birthday this week. She is the first child of the Duke and Duchess of York, the fifth grandchild of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, and older sister to Princess Eugenie. And I didn't even know she was the oldest. I thought Eugenie was always the oldest. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, this is weird, isn't it? I don't know why. Now, Rach, I have put together a little did you know about Princess Beatrice. Are you ready to play along? Oh, let's yeah. go. Let's go. <laughs> now, obviously, she's your girl crush and Royal Community, play along with us. So if you know this, go yes. And if you didn't, you say no, right? So did you know Beatrice has dyslexia and held off sitting her GCSEs for one year to make further preparations. I did know that. There you go, Royal Community. Let's, <laughs> let's count along. Did you know that? Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. <laughs> 
secondly, did you know that Beatrice used to live in New York and was known as Beatrice York? I didn't know she was known as that, but I did know that she used to live in New York. You get half a point. Because her ex-boyfriend was American. Yeah, that's right. So, Royal Community, how are you doing? What's your score so far? Rate you on one and a half. Okay, (laughs) third. Her official title at birth was Her Royal Highness Princess Beatrice of York. And since her marriage, she has been styled Her Royal Highness Princess Beatrice, Mrs. Edardo Mappelli Mozzi. My apologies. My Italian is very bad. (laughs) Did you know that she was styled that way? I did know that. (laughs) Royal community, did you know? Yay or nay? (laughs) Next. Her parents divorced and Queen Elizabeth II, the institution, put 1.4 million in trust for the York sisters. Oh, did you know that? Didn't know that? No. <laughs> oh, okay, so next one. Beatrice has worked at Selfridges and the Foreign Office. And I saw her in Selfridges. Yay! <laughs> Rachel knows this one. <laughs> I actually walked past her in Selfridges she, when she was working there and she was Amazing. living at St. James's Palace at the time. Yeah. Next one. Beatrice has a 2-1 BA degree in history and history of ideas from Goldsmiths University of London. I had no idea that was her degree. I mean, she could come on the podcast and do some history with us, she? <laughs> come on, Beatrice, get on it, girl. <laughs> In 2011, the York sisters lost their taxpayer-funded security after a shake-up with the royal purse. Did you know this? Yes, I did know this. Yeah, they lost their security, didn't they? Yeah. Royal community, how are you doing out there? Are you doing good? Shake your head if not. <laughs> not if you are. Also... Beatrice was the first royal family member to complete the London Marathon. She has also climbed Mount Etna and Mont Blanc for charity. Mm. I didn't know she had climbed those, but I did know that she'd run a London Marathon. So half a point for you, Rach. Yeah. You can keep it score because I haven't kept score. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> community out there, if you know the score, uh, just send it to us on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so Beatrice auctioned off her unusual Philip Tracy headpiece she wore at Catherine and William's wedding in 2011 and raised £81,000 for UNICEF and children in crisis. Did you know this royal community? Yay or nay? Yep. Rachel is a knew that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, we're on our last two. So Beatrice was meant to get married on the 29th of May at the Chapel Royal at St. James's Palace with a private reception at Buckingham Palace, but it was postponed due to COVID. She actually got married on the 17th of July 2020 at the Royal Chapel of All Saints at the Royal Lodge in Windsor. I knew she had to obviously change her wedding date, but I didn't know that's where she was meant to have her wedding. Yeah. And fun fact for you, Royal Community, ding, 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 extra round. The chapel she got married in was the chapel that was frequently visited by King George VI and Queen Elizabeth when they lived at Royal Lodge themselves and also was visited not often, but at times by Queen Victoria. So it's on the the Royal Lodge. You can just imagine how big the grounds are on this estate, right? Yeah, and it always makes me wonder, because usually had her wedding televised, if Beatrice would have had her wedding televised. She might have had the chapel part, but it seems like with the private Buckingham Palace thing. But then again, they never really show those anyway, do they? No, no, they don't. I just would have loved to have seen that dress in motion. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm on my last one. Are you ready, Rach? Go for it. I should have done a true or false, really, shouldn't I, with this? (laughs) Okay, so upon the accession of King Charles III, her position in the line of succession meant that Beatrice was appointed a councillor of state. 
And in this role, she can potentially carry out official duties whilst the monarch is abroad or unwell. So, Rachel, did you know that? Yes. Yeah. We spoke about that on the podcast, haven't we, before? We did. So, Royal Community, count up your scores. How did you do at home listening? This leads us on to our question. Should Princess Beatrice be a working royal? Over to you, Rach. What do you think? I think we would all love to see Beatrice in a working royal role. But I just don't see it happening because she has patronages that she works with and she has for a long time. But she likes the private side. She has the benefits of being part of the royal family. She goes to the bigger events. We saw her at the coronation. We saw her at some of the Platinum Jubilee celebrations. But I think she has her own career. She has a family and she likes that is private in a sense. Of course, we see paparazzi shots of her now and again, but it's not like she's in the role as what William is. And so we don't see her on a regular basis, do we? And I think that was really a question when we saw the coronation lineup and we saw how few people were on that balcony. And it's it was like, why is Beatrice, why is Eugenie not up there? They should be up there. And I think if it's going to happen, Shell, I can't see it happen until William comes to the throne. I agree with you, actually. That's a very good point. If things were going to change, they probably would have already done so. Yeah. Maybe in the next year. And if nothing does change in that next year, then I don't think it will change unless, obviously, she's brought up as a Council of State to take on those duties. Firstly, when I think about this question, my mind goes to the fact that it's not her fault she was born royal. It's not her fault that she's a princess, but then it's also not William's fault that he's a prince or the royal hobnob, right? So it's just something that's bestowed upon them through their birth. But if she denounced herself as a royal, like let's take Peter and Zara Phillips, they want absolutely nothing to do with royal life. The royal hobnob didn't give them titles, but that's a very different thing. They don't use a HRH to support a charity or go to patronages and things. So Beatrice really has this one foot in, one foot out, which Harry and Meghan were asking for. And that's where it's on a bit of dodgy ground. The only thing with Beatrice is she's way higher up in the rankings, in the line of succession to um, Peter and Zara. I mean, Peter's 18th in line, Zara's 21st. Then we've got Beatrice, who's ninth. She's ninth in line for succession. So with that comes extra responsibilities, I believe, anyway. We also have to remember the working members of the royal family and where their line of succession is. For instance, we've got the Duke of Edinburgh. He's 14th in line. The Princess Royal is 17th. We've got the Duke of Gloucester at 31st. Um, we've got Duke of Kent, 41st, and Prince Michael of Kent, 52nd in line of succession. So it just doesn't make any sense, does it? Why should they, who are lower down in the line of succession and not high up the list, why should they take on royal duties and not her? So I feel the same as you, Rach. I think she should take some of it. But at the moment, the institution hasn't called upon her. The monarch hasn't asked her to do anything. And also when she's done any charity work, it's through her patronages. So how is that any different than working as a royal? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. She gets the benefit of both worlds, doesn't yeah. she? She lends her name, her HIH title to a charity. And of course, then that gets more publicity for that charity. 
But, you know, if we're going to have a conversation about Princess Beatrice. We then also have to have a conversation about Princess Eugenie, who's 11th in line, and then Lady Louise, who's 16th in line. And obviously, in a couple of years' time, Rach, we will be having this conversation about the now Earl of Wessex when he gets older as well. These roles have been bestowed upon them, but they haven't had any responsibility, so to speak, yet in time with maybe the reign of Prince William or whatever he's styled as at the time. We don't know. King Arthur, who knows? <laughs> I'm still going with this King Arthur thing, Rach. I'm never letting it go. I think, yeah, they might ask them to step up. But remember, at the moment, the reason Princess Beatrice is a councillor of state is because the Wales children aren't old enough yet. When they become old enough, that will drop down for Beatrice and she will no longer be councillor of state because they'll take on that role at 21. And also, we don't know what conversations have been had behind the scenes. There might have already been these conversations of, will you do this? Will you do that? And maybe she's turned around and said, no, just because she has that title, it doesn't necessarily mean she has to do anything with it. Like you said, Shell, she can't help that she was born into that family just like any of the others can't help it and I think when you're looking at someone like Princess Anne Prince Edward at the time when they were younger in the 60s and 70s they were more well known than what they are now it's exactly the same with Beatrice we as royal fans obviously know who she is but if you showed a picture of her to someone on the street, they probably wouldn't have no idea who she was. And then the argument would come in is, oh, it's another royal that we've got to pay for. We're forking out. And that's exactly what happened when their security was cut. It was because it was deemed, well, they're not actually working royals. So why are we paying for them? Yeah, I think as well at that time, we just come out with a credit crunch. I agree with that decision being made. The fact that if they're not working royals, they don't get any protection they have to pay for the protection themselves basically it's not public funded i would like to see them i would love to see eugenie i'd love to see beatrice and lady louise all on official engagements i would love it even if they just took on one or two per year or something i think it's sad that they're not part of it but then maybe it's because we're royal fans rach and we just want to see her outfits right yeah, and I think it was a real talking point when we saw her and Edo with William and Catherine at the Jordan Royal Family Wedding. She was wearing that tiara and it was like, she is a princess, like we need to see more of her. But again, like we've said, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. I just really don't. And I think, as I say, they're comfortable in the roles that they have where they are part of the family as such, but they're not as well known and they don't get involved and they're not working royals. And I personally think they like it that way. I'm just going to do a kind of prediction. I actually think if anything does change, it might possibly be if one of the royal family pass away, you're one of the older members of the royal family. And then it might possibly be that she's asked to step forward and take some duties on. I mean, Royal Community, what are you thinking out there? What do you think about Princess Beatrice? Do you like her? Do you want to see her on more engagements? Do you want her to have some royal duties? Let us know. Come on over. Keeping Up With The Windsors pod over on Instagram and let us know. Also, you can email us, keepingupthewindsorspod at gmail.com if you don't have Instagram and you want to connect with us that way. Absolutely. I also want to say a big shout out to all of our VIP Royal Community over on Kofi, who have been joining me and Rachel every week for some watch parties we've been hosting, which has been so much fun. We've got the Unseen Queen coming up and we've also got the Duchy of Cornwall documentaries. If it's something you want to be a part of, you can join us over on Kofi. K-O-F-I, link is in the description and it'll give you all the information on how to join us. 
And if you enjoy what we do here, why not review our podcast? Give it five stars over on Apple or Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. We would really love it if you could do that because it helps us reach more people and get us all talking about the Royals and engaging because this is what it's about, being part of the Royal community. We really hope you enjoy our summer series coming up over the next four weeks. We will be back in September with our usual scheduling of Royal Engagements of the Week. But we hope you have a lovely summer, Royal Community. Yay! Have a nice summer, Royal Community. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week on Keeping, Keeping Up, up with, with the Windsors. Windsors. Keeping Up With The Windsors. Keeping Up With The Windsors. Bulletproof! <laughs> 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 right, did we get all that in? We all-